Uh, Happy New Year, everyone. Um, my name is Sako, and um, I, I'm, I'm just grateful that I could be here and share this moment with you all. Uh, Pastor Pete asked me to come and share my testimony. Uh, this won't be my, my life testimony. This will be just my testimony of what um, God has been doing in my life in 2015. And tonight, I'm going to be very vulnerable with you guys um, for the purpose of God being exalted in my story. So um, 2015 was a very painful year for me. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't think I've ever been depressed as much as I have uh, this year. And um, there were days when I felt like I, f- I weighed like 1,000 pounds. And getting out of bed, it was like the toughest thing. Um, there were times when it felt like I had a 50-pound sandbag on my chest. Um, every default thought, whether I'm in the shower or eating lunch, um, would go to that point of pain. Um, <clears throat> I can't, I, I won't go into de- details, but um, I think you guys know what, what that feels like. Um, Dee Carson, a famous theologian, once said, if you live long enough, if you live long enough, you will have to say goodbye to everyone you have ever loved. And if you live long enough, you will, <clears throat> you will be forced to have your heart broken by one thing or another. Shattered dreams, financial loss, health complications, broken relationships, failure, rejections, abuse, loss of loved ones. And it's true, if you live long enough, you will have your heart broken. And I know that just simply by being a human being uh, in this room, uh, I know that you guys understand uh, much of what I'm talking about. Uh, But what I come to realize is that only fellow Christians can understand what it means to feel blessed, even in these dark moments. The scripture that I've been going through is Romans 8, 18. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. And I have to be honest, I, you know, I I know that passage. I've read it many times. But I don't think it became real to me until, (laughs) unless you're in that situation where this has to be real, it, it doesn't feel real. And, you know, I... I've often daydreamed, uh, looking back, I I wish I had done so much to avoid this pain. I wish this never fell upon me. But then that thought comes to mind. I'm so glad I'm not the one who writes my story. I'm so glad that God does because I honestly wouldn't have written this book. (laughs) I I would not have wanted it this way, but um, looking back on it, I'm, I see God's hand in this, and this is the portion I really want to share with you tonight. Um, you see, in the midst of my pain, I was able to understand how deep the human heart goes, the depth of pain. I think I've been, I, I grew up in a bubble. I grew up in Montgomery County, <laughs> so not much pain in my life. Um, and I think... Having gone there, I, one thing I realized is that my longing for heaven has, it hasn't been realized until I realized I've been deprived of many things 
my soul needs. And especially if you've been hurt, if you've been wronged, uh, you come to a point where you long for heaven. And as C.S. Lewis stated um, in his book, you've heard this before, creatures are not born with desires unless satisfactions for those desires exist. A baby feels hunger, well, because there is such a thing as food. A duckling wants to swim, well, because there is such a thing as water. If I find myself a desire which no experience in this world can satisfy, the most probable explanation is that I was made for another world. And I guess what I'm trying to say is, if this did not happen to me, I I don't know if, if God could have used that to, to extend my longing for him or my, extend my longing for heaven or extend my longing for, for the next life to come. Um, and, and I think the one thing that really I, I come away with this and, and I know there's a lot of things I, I feel like I lost in 2015 but what I feel like I gained from here on out 2016 and here on out is a part of my heart where it feels empathy for those who are hurting as well. And, and I, I don't know if you could ever manufacture that unless God puts it in your heart. And so I'll, I'll end with this note. This is uh, said by a famous pastor, Charles Spurgeon. He, he says, I will go to the deeps a hundred times to cheer a downcast spirit It is good for me to have been afflicted that I might know how to speak a word in season to one that is weary. Let's pray. Father, we pray that we would not waste our suffering and that you would open our eyes to those who are afflicted around us as well. And Lord, use us um, from here on out so that when affliction comes, we don't turn our eyes from you, that we could still look to you and see it as a blessing. Thank you for the cross that makes sense of all of this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, I invite everyone to stand for our next hymn.